Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with veteran Kansas City guitarist Rod Fleeman on the 2022 album, Saturday Afternoon, live at the Green Lady Lounge. This album serves as his first solo album, and it comes at the ripe young age of 70 years old for him. He's been a staple and a legendary backup player to the likes of Deborah Brown and the great Marilyn May. We get into the beautiful struggle of original music, the iconic Green Lady, Kansas City, and how it's risen, gigs, and so much more. Always a pleasure catching up with the legendary Rod. Enjoy this interview. Good afternoon, Rod. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's great to catch up with you. Thanks for taking a minute out today. Sure. Um, you know, I've had I've had so much fun. My wife and I have seen you in so many different incarnations playing music. So oh, it's always a, it's always a joy. I mean that that I don't know what it was like sitting behind her, but Deborah Brown was amazing that night at the coffin. Oh yeah, she's she's pretty much amazing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, for sure. she's she's uh, yeah, she's incredible. You know, I've been. I've been blessed to be able to work with, with, you know, some incredible vocalists like, you know, Marilyn May, Karen Allison, you know, uh, a little time with Diane Schur, you know, and, uh, yeah. but man, yeah, they're, that's, that's quite, a, quite an honor to, to work with Deborah. Well, and, and this project that I wanted to talk to you about is your own project at the Green Lady, and I want to know... How did this project come about? You know, you've been in the scene for so long. You've backed up, as you've said, so many singers and musicians. How did this solo project with the iconic Green Lady stamped on it, how did it come about? Well, you know, a, a few years ago, I started doing the Saturday afternoon slot. And uh, in the meantime, uh, John Scott's been a tremendous supporter, and and uh, he he suggested that we do – a recording a live recording and of course and then he then he plays it on green lady radio you know and then of course things got interrupted by the the, the pandemic you know and uh took some time off everyone took time off you know <laughs> and yeah. uh but with this recording that just came out volume one is is with todd Strait, who you know is, is now living in, in portland and uh so um so i just uh we recorded it, uh, you know, this is, you know, some, some little while ago, right, before the pandemic. And then uh, it kind of sat around for a while because everything, everything got interrupted. And uh, but then started, I'd hear it be, being played, you know, on the on the sound system, Green Lady Radio. And I go, you know, this, this sounds pretty good, you know. And uh, and then, uh, you know, Ken Lovern, who works a lot with John, works closely with John, said the same thing. So. So um, John Scott's really the one who put this together and, you know, with this, you know, and Ken Lovern, you know, mixing it and, and, and all of that. And, uh, you know, it uh, just all of a sudden it, it was, it was there and we've recorded the uh, volume two will be out soon. And that's with Ray DeMarchi playing drums now, but still Gerald Spates on bass. And uh, so it's, it's been really uh it's been a long time coming. <laughs> I'm like seventy it. now, so it took it took a while, but but I'm very <laughs> excited to uh, have something out, you know, under my own name, and and also the the other thing that it's been a, a tremendous boost is when when John, you know, called me about you know starting up the Saturdays again, 
you know, uh, he had he had you know reached the conclusion that he wanted to go with with all original music. I think in in part because of the licensing for having Green Lady Radio, keep keeping everything in house, you know, is it, is what what I'm what what uh, what it's about, you know, and uh, so uh, you know that was the challenge then was now okay, uh, we're going to do three hours of original music. That sounds kind of daunting because <laughs> you know, as jazz musicians, you know, we were so, you know, we're so used to playing our standards, you know, playing, playing the, you know, the, the, the songs that we, we've been playing all our lives. So, so that actually turned out to be one of the best things that ever happened to me because I started really writing a lot more. I had more motivation than I've ever had before because you don't want to play the same songs every, every week, you know, you want to, there's some things that are there, you know, you can go to, you know, that, uh, that, you know, never get old. You're playing a blues head and you're playing the blues, right? So you never get tired of that. But I wanted to have more material. So I started really, uh, writing a lot and, uh, it's been a great motivator for me. So that's the other thing I'm excited about is to be able to get some of my original songs out there and, uh, exposed, you know, out there to, to be heard and, and, uh, so that's been a, a super motivator for me. I think one of the beauties of this, too, is that there's a series of these albums that are coming out of the Green Lady Lounge, and it's really turned into an iconic signature for, for jazz shrines um, nationwide, and if not Kansas City. So how special is it to have that Green Lady on there? And do you think that, that Kansas City cognizant of what a gem they have and the Green Lady? You know, it, it, it's, I think sometimes, you know, uh, you, you make a great point that I think there's a lot of talk about, about the club throughout the, the country. In fact, the world, I hear thing, reports back about people talking about the Green Lady Lounge in Kansas City. So I think it's really kind of, in a way, it's kind of ushering in a, a renaissance of, of, of uh, kind of what's been going on, I think, sort of for some time, don't you think? Uh, I mean, like the... the yeah. Kansas City, I think, you know, when I first started playing, you know, in town, like 1972, I think it was, uh, it was almost like the city was kind of ashamed of its past, you know, <laughs> because we had been known as being, uh, you know, pretty wild town with, with Tom Pendercast running things. And, <laughs> and so there was this, uh, you know, back when I first started playing, the clubs all closed at one o'clock. There was no late night clubs the irony was my first steady gig was with greg mize and it was on the kansas side and of course kansas was real dry back then but they did have private clubs and the private clubs because they were they were private members only that that they were allowed at least by the rules of, of kansas of, of, of the, the you know kansas city kansas that they, they could stay open till 3 a.m and so my, my first gig in Kansas City was, was six nights a week playing at the, at the Wild Hawker. And it was 11, we started at 11 o'clock and played till, till three. And it was six nights a week. So, <laughs> so, but I think the, the clubs on the Missouri side all closed at one. I think it's just because the, the, the backlash when, from, 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 you know, when the, when the city cleaned up its image was, you know, they didn't want to have anything to do with Pendergast. And, and the history was sort of like, kind of hidden away you know but uh but now it's it, it's like it's celebrated you know and uh 
we have, you know, Boss Tom, you know, <laughs> we have references to that. So it's like yeah. we, we've kind of rediscovered our history. And we realized, well, I'm sure there was some things that were pretty shady going on. But, man, yeah. Kansas City was, was, you know, the most happening jazz place, you know, in, in, the, in the country, at, you know, in that time period. And uh, it's, it's kind of cool to just see it re, sort of be, you know, recognized, you know, on, on, on the different levels, especially the Green Lady Lounge, because now you have this, this iconic jazz place that's, you know, got, got more jazz going on, you know, per week than anywhere else that I can think of. Yeah. You know, multiple bands and, and, and music. When we start on Saturday at 2.30, we're just like the opening salvo, you know, we, they've got bands that come after us and, and next door at the black dolphin. So, so yeah, I, I, I love the fact that my first recording is, is, you know, the green lady recording because it just, uh, it's, it's really been a renaissance for me. You know, that's the thing I think that's really wonderful about your career is that, you know, Kansas city really is, on an upturn and, and you're busy all the time. I mean, I see you in different incarnations. So you have your gig at the green lady, Kansas city jazz orchestra. What else is going on that people can look forward to, to catch you as the year ends and the new year begins? Well, you know, I, I've got, you know, uh, great associations. I play it. I play it to, at Chaz with, with Brian Hicks and a long time playing with Brian. And I also play it at, there with Rich Hill so I've I've got uh, yeah I've got a lot of a lot of, of, of people that I love working with and uh, and you know uh, gosh I'd say uh, those are the main things right now I'm not I'm not traveling as much as I used to because I'm really really very content to be here <laughs> and, and traveling is getting harder and harder so. If I'm if I'm busy and I'm and I'm I'm home, I'm very happy, you know, because that's uh, you know, it's a lot less uh, it's a lot less stressful. You know, and every week's a little bit different. My 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 most consistent thing is the Saturday afternoon at the Green Lady Lounge, you know, and everything else just kind of goes through, uh, you know, uh, you know, things. Right now, I've been real busy with the Kansas City Jazz Orchestra. It's been a great season and. Uh, and um, just just played in in Lawrence at the Liberty Hall. Did the the annual Christmas dance there with KCJO. And uh, so yeah, I'm just really having a great time. So if everybody wants to properly support you, where is the best place for them to go to pick up this album? I know it's out on streaming services, but if they really want to benefit you and the project and the Green Lady, where's the best place to go? The Green Lady. <laughs> We'll right, have the, the CDs there, and uh, if uh, I'll sell them right from the bandstand, you know. If, if, if uh, and uh, you know, I've, I've I've set the price to. I didn't want to. I, I want I want people to to hear it. I want people to buy it, and uh, and I want to make it affordable. So I'm I'm you know I'm charging ten dollars a CD, and uh, and I think uh, that'd be the best place to to get it. You know, I have it heard about anything actually being in any any local stores but of course anymore where do you go to buy a cd anymore <laughs> it's really hard to find the yeah the, the usual places um but uh i guess there's a possibility maybe uh, get it into uh you know uh barge noble maybe 
I don't know. We'll have yeah. to look at it down the road. But uh, but right now, I say, yeah, if you're if you're if if at all possible, come to the Green Lady. And I'm I'm not sure. I think Ken Lovern's handling some of that some of that business. So um, I think we'll have a better idea. We haven't really had the official CD release party yet, but I've I've got a, a hundred of, uh, of advanced copies to them. I'm already, you know, selling and and uh, and you know, getting out there. So wonderful, Rod. Hey, man, this has been great. I, I'm always again. We we love seeing you out there. You're such a wonderful uh, leader in this town and the jazz community. So, oh, thank, thank you. you for taking a minute out. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I, I I I look forward to seeing you many more times. So, thank you for taking a minute out today. Good luck with the album and the holiday season in 2023. Well, thanks, Joe. I appreciate that. Same to you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Kansas City and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Rod for his time, music, and energy, as always. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on either Spotify or iTunes. Visit Neon Jazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz, all the time, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.